<laughs> you see me shining. It's the coconut oil, baby. Boy, oh boy, when I say no one is coming, no one is coming, no one is coming to advise you, to lead you, to save you. But I can tell you that you'll find joy in working on yourself. I know that feeling and it feels like you're drowning at first. But being your own lifesaver is a victory that you deserve to claim. And you deserve to claim it alone. It gives you an unexplainable satisfaction. The truth of who you have been smacks you in your face. You land on your ass. But who you are to become will pick you up. Lift you up. Speak life back into you. Only who you are to become can save you. (laughs) Be prepared. It will hurt. And I can only, I'm going to tell you like I told my child, you are royalty you are fearless you are everything you think you are stay creative sharpen your tools that will keep you executing your art shining your light so you can share it with others and make it stick i remember feeling so lost and alone and that made me stay in depression Filled with anxiety for so long and it's so painful. Mentally, spiritually, it starts to, it starts to come alive physically, that pain. I thought because, you know, because of how I was raised or my childhood and things that happened, Being molested, feeling unprotected by my caregivers and who was supposed to protect me, I felt like I felt like they owed me uh assistance with assistance with not feeling depressed and filled in anxiety and it took me a long, long, long time. To accept the fact that nobody owed me anything. I did everything except for look within myself for love. I looked to my family. I looked for acceptance from my friends. I looked for love from men. I looked for The idea that creating a child would make me feel loved. None of it worked. I mean, maybe temporarily and maybe for a little while. And, um, accepting the fact that, uh, I mean, maybe people who you might blame for your pain don't owe you shit. And then, 
coming to the realization that the partners you choose are never going to be able to love you more than you love yourself. And if you don't love yourself very much, they are going to love you even less. Or at least it's going to feel like it. And having a child that loves you unconditionally does not feel that void at all that you have. That hole of not loving yourself. All of those things compiled together. There were many times where, you know, you fake it till you make it. And I'm doing things to give me that false sense of happiness. Um, so I can laugh. So I can wear that mask consistently. And it was very vibrant. The mask was very vibrant and alive. And it was well and thriving. Until it would come to a halt. Until it would come to a wall that I would be down and in the bed and not feeling like anything. And then the mask would come back and I would be fine. And then it came to a point where I was like, oh, you know, I should probably go to therapy. And I was discouraged by my family, by my partner at the time. And that hurt because I really thought, I mean, at the time, you know, my partner knew a lot about my personal issues that I had experienced. And now thinking back for someone to not support that idea that you have about seeking help, because I mean, now I realize that was like a controlled and manipulation tactic. And There were other cues, but that was a, a, a really, really big cue that I should have exited stage left. It came to a street screeching, screeching. It came to, oh my God, like a truck. Jackknife, running to a bridge, disrupting an overpass, cars falling over the place, bodies flying everywhere. That's the destruction that it came to within myself, the things that I was doing. I tried to buy things. I tried to... Involve myself in things. I tried drugs. I tried alcohol. I tried sex. I tried to uh, talk a lot about what I wanted and not put action into it. I tried to make myself look better with failed attempts at exercise and diet. I tried a lot of shit. And it still left me depressed. I mean, in the, the last time, it left me in a place where I felt empty, like I was walking around like a zombie. This is really revealing, and I'm being very transparent and vulnerable right now, and I don't know where this is coming from, but um, I want to share because I know, I know how tough it is to feel alone in those struggles 
I know what it feels like to try to substitute. Try to substitute that that higher level with low level bullshit. I know what it leads to and it's really self-sabotaging and self-destructing, but I was in a really dark place. And I was actually thinking of different ways to get out of the dark place. And none of them were, uh, none of them would have ended up with me living a good, happy life. None of them would have given me the opportunity to experience what I experience now. And it was, it was, it was really the the love and commitment that I made to be a mother that saved me because I really did not want to disappoint her. I really wanted to give her something to be proud of. I really wanted to give her something to look forward to as a woman. I didn't want her to see someone that she looked up to fail miserably Uh, I wanted to show her what it looks like to fall down and get back up again because failure and pitfalls is inevitable through life you live and you learn so I did I went to therapy and I was very shy about it at first um it was not something that I like to share with anybody because I just thought that it was something to be ashamed of uh cause you know you get well what's wrong with you ain't nothing wrong with you why are you going to therapy <laughs> um But I did it. And it was something that I ended up being so proud of. Because it was me actively showing myself some fucking love for once. For once I chose something. I chose to do something that was looked down upon by everybody else. But I was showing myself some love. And I was like, what? Why should I be afraid of that? Why should I be afraid of what somebody else thinks when I'm doing something that's good for me? That's making me feel good about me. Being in therapy for the time that I spent there really let me get to know myself a lot. It really exposed a lot of my bullshit. It really made me realize that although someone else may have been responsible for my initial hurt and pain. They weren't responsible for anything else that followed. It was it was up to me at this point as an adult. It was up to me to, you know, make a change, turn a new leaf. 
forgive myself because that blame, ugh, that blame. To accept the fact that it's not my fault, but the things that had led up to me going to therapy were my fault. It allowed me to grow in a magnificent way. This is something that I've never imagined. Like, to actually be content and not in the way where I don't have goals and I'm just happy, you know, the way everything goes. But to wake up every morning and be grateful that I get to experience life the way that I do. That I get to have a clear mind and a pure heart and I can be at peace means so much to me. And there are resources out there that you can take advantage of if you need help. Please take advantage of that. And please don't hesitate to ask your loved ones for help. The reward of living a full, joyful, abundant, grateful life is worth taking those steps to showing yourself some love. You got to have your own back. You have to advise yourself and lead yourself. You have to. I mean, this is what I did. I had to start thinking like my higher self. Like, it's, I don't know, not an outer body experience. But that's the way, you know, that I imagine my future self being so magnificent. Like, she's not like me. (laughs) And that is true in probably every way physically mentally spiritually financial she is not like me she is way better okay that that chick is so fucking lit i can't even explain it to you so i imagine her in my mind i imagine the way that she looks i imagine the way that she talks the way that she walks the way that she dresses the way that she carries herself the things that she says how she moves privately and publicly I imagine it all and I imagine her talking to me. And I can't disappoint that version of myself. And that's what keeps me going now is me. And I hope that I hope that uh, I am so passionate about this journey that I'm on and I know that it is never ending, but I am now purposeful about sharing it with other people. The confidence coaching and the self-esteem workshops are are never just for the audience. They're for me too. I come up with these... uh, these teaching plans, I guess you can call them, about what will be done with the group and executing them and sharing that with, you know, the 
organization that brought me in, that is the purpose of my experience. And I get to live that out. And I want to share that with as many people as possible because I want young girls, young women, women, whoever wants to listen to know It's never, uh, it doesn't have to be over or end because something bad happened. I got some really bad news today. I got, yeah, I got some really bad news today. I was like devastated by it. And it wasn't anything like serious, like nobody died or anything like that, but... It impacted me and my lifestyle and I wanted to call people and talk about that so much, but I'm so purposeful about spreading the energy that I want to spread and none of it has anything to do with being negative and I don't need help with this problem. So if it, it, it'll come up in conversation, it is something that my family should know, my friends should know. I mean, I'll tell them I don't have a problem telling them. But on the day that it happened, you know, feeling that raw emotion and frustration, I did not want to spread that negative vibe and energy because I just didn't want to be a part of that cycle. So when I just happened to talk to my friends or, um, you know, when, when I'm not so furious about it, I guess, I'll I'll share that. Um, because I want my interactions with everyone to be filled with as much joy as possible. And shit happens. I get it. I'm not at all thinking that I have to be picture perfect all the time or be joyful all the time. Although that is what people expect of me nowadays. Like if I'm having a bad day and people can tell, they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you acting like that? I'm not my normal. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Oh my God. You know, um, which is fine. That's what people expect from me. I get it. Uh, now, in those moments where, you know, I can't hide it. I'm a human being, okay? <laughs> but this particular, this particular situation doesn't require me to need to lean on someone for emotional, mental, physical, spiritual help. I immediately went to, okay. Is this, you know, going to break me? No, it's not going to break me. Okay, well, take it in stride. And that's what I'm doing with this particular problem. I can, this particular problem, taking a break out of my routine will just allow me more time to work on other projects. So that was the positive way that I looked at it immediately and it changed my outlook. And that was me leading myself advising myself saving myself from letting something that was outside of my control ruin my fucking day make for a horrible monday (laughs) uh beginning of a week you know all the things that you can imagine that you would not want to happen on a monday those feelings you know monday is already a goddamn drag But when I started thinking about all the positive things that it would allow me to do or that would transpire, I got excited. And that's just where I'm at with it. So, um, I just want you to know 
that sometimes when we feel that heaviness on our chest, it could be for a lot of reasons. But I know for me personally, if I reflect back and close my eyes, I know it's because I wasn't listening to that better version of myself. I wasn't following my own instruction, wasn't leading and advising myself. I wasn't doing things to show myself some fucking love first. Doing things to benefit other people, to live up to expectations and caring about perception was keeping me with that heaviness on my chest, my shoulders, my head, my heart, my back, my feet. My feet felt like they were in cinder blocks. I was grounded. I was grounded in living someone else's version of me and not my own. It's not a good place to be. It's not a good place to be. Love shows up in your activities and things that you participate in, what you do for your loved ones and your community, what you eat, who you eat, (laughs) how you handle power or responsibility. Love shows up in every action you take. Now, me, I don't know everything about what love is, but I sure as hell know what it ain't. I know that if if I find myself questioning it, love, I mean questioning love, I know that means that I'm not showing myself or I'm allowing someone to be around me, to be in my presence and for them not to show me acts of love. If you are experiencing either of those in that case, I encourage you to change that shit, okay? There's stuff you can do. There's this thing that you can do called healing. <laughs> it takes a while and like anything worthwhile, there is no one way. But it's yours. It will be yours. It's your journey. It is totally worth embarking on. You deserve to start that process or, or pick up where you left off in that process So that you can get to know the real you. So that you can get to know real love. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Coconut Oil Baby podcast. Today, this episode is brought to you by Julia E. Lips, the cosmetic and skincare line for the extraordinary woman. Visit www.juliaelips.com.